Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Out of my 64 years on this planet, I have never met anyone in this country who knows more, knew, knows more about uh, American sport across the board than one Nathan Rarity. I mean, that, that makes me really happy that he's uh, joined us on the show this morning uh, to talk uh, about baseball in particular. Um, but first of all, uh, Nathan, where did, you, where did you get this love of American sport, which uh, makes you look at it so deeply? Um, I first, uh, oh, by the way, morning, Smitty. How are you, brother? Good to hear your voice. I, um, I, I always found it a bit fascinating as a kid because I think I saw a documentary with a Welsh bloke who did, he was a, uh, like a, a songwriter and he did a documentary where he went to the Dallas Cowboys and he was hoping to get to play. And it was like, you know, a little Welshman learns about American football and goes over there. And I remember thinking, well, that looks cool. And then I remember being a little boy and seeing these guys with these amazing names like Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But it was when I went to live overseas and lived in Calgary, and one of the um, families that I lived with was um, part of the ownership group for uh, one of the NHL teams that was there. And they also had a really different approach to things like PE at um, schools in um in Calgary, sorry, someone's trying to ring. Um, uh, they had a really different approach at our school, Smitty. So we had an entire gym under the school, and I remember my teacher from Hastings Boys coming over on a sabbatical, and we showed him around the Sir Winston Churchill campus, and we had a look at the gymnasium downstairs and stuff, and, and I remember our teacher going, wow, this is great. And he said, well, it's a proper job here. It's a real career path, and... You know, some people are smart enough to be lawyers and buy their house. You go, see that large kid over there picking up that, those weights? And he said, yeah, goes, that's James. And James's best hope of buying a house is blocking the quarterback. So this is what we do. So I think it was always yes, Smithy. I've always enjoyed mm. the... I like the bigness of it, and I like the thoroughness of it um, in, in itself. So, And I just... I, they package their sport so well. When you go to games, that's why my wife and I fell in love with the Dodgers. Yeah, okay, let's talk about the Dodgers, shall we? Uh, I suppose um, uh, when you you tune in today and you're glued to this match against the wildcard game against the Lewis Cardinals, will, will it be traditional hot dogs or bacon, burger, hot dog, bacon, burger, anything? Hot dogs. I've got the hot dogs ready to go. Um, so I went over and bought those yesterday. So I've got the buns, made sure I've got the right mustard. Today I'm wearing mm. Jackie. So I have uh, three Dodgers hats. I've got the LA ones. Today I'm going with my Jackie Robinson one, which is when it was the Brooklyn Dodgers. So that's the one with the white B on it. So I'm wearing Jackie today. I'm going to go with my Kenley Jensen hoodie today. He's our uh, basically uh, the equivalent of Cricket's closer. He's our, our closing pitcher. So I've gone with... Um, I'll be wearing that today, and Kelly is, has also got her LA Dodgers uh, hat left set to go, and we will force the kids to watch at least the first three innings with us. <laughs> Good on you, mate. Okay, uh, the joy of lockdown and dominating the remote. I love it. Uh, right, let's look at uh, this, <laughs> this, this match-up today. Wainwright, Adam Wainwright on the mound for uh, St. Louis, uh, and you've got Max Schertzer on, on board for, the, for you, the Dodgers. 
how do you see this uh, pitching clash? Because uh, they're the number ones in each uh, of the franchises, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And like Wainwright is about a zillion years old, and he's really tall. He's like, um, I think it's about, he's like a similar size to uh, like an old Isaac Ross, you know, that tall and that sort of build, and he biffs real hard. And But Matt Schertzer, who we got right at the trade deadline, because obviously the, if you know any, if people listening know anything about baseball you know, a little bit slightly, you might have heard of Clayton Kershaw, who's always been the you know basically the Trent Bolt of the Dodgers uh, pitching lineup. But he's gone. Uh, he's he's injured and he's probably not going to be in the rest of the playoffs. We've lost a few pitches there. So Max Scherzer was at Washington. He throws hard. I think I think Smitty, I think we we will have a we will have a slight. Um, uh, what do you call it, advantage in, in the pitching because I, know, I think our bullpen is going pretty strong. Um, so really what we need is is hopefully, as a Dodgers fan, you just you just really want Schertzer to get through those first three or four innings without, you know, without one of those disaster innings there. But the, the thing is, like, the, the Cardinals are red hot. They've, I think, they've won about, like, 16, 17 games in a row. Um, the last two times we played them in the playoffs, like, if the Dodgers are my All Blacks, those guys were the French quarterfinal every time going through the playoffs. A um, couple of times we've played them, so they've knocked us out there. Um, and we, we've dropped, I mean, like, we've lost our, our big hitter at first base. We've lost Mac Munce, uh, Max Muncy, so he's injured. We're bringing in Ballinger, who last year looked incredible, and this year couldn't hit anything. He, he's awful. Um, so matchup-wise, I do like Scherzer as the starting pitcher just ahead. Um, but I'm, I don't, I'm really unsure about this. Many. I see. I just checked the odds before. I, I think the Dodgers are the favourites going into this. But the, like it, you, you know what it's like. Eh? Those momentum teams that arrive at a playoff. Mm. I mean, we've won a huge amount of games to get here. The weird thing is, is your mate John Day is bloody giants was somehow even better than us. I can't believe we won over 100 games and we're still not the top team in the division. <laughs> and look, you know, and the nature of these games too, that these are brutal. I mean, you, you get to the World yeah. Series, you know, it's the best of seven. Uh, you get to the playoffs, it's the best of five or the best of seven. You don't get yeah. past this, you're gone. It's a one-off after all those games you just talked about. It's a one-off. And, uh, I mean, to, what does it mean to the players in, in terms of build-up for this, knowing there's no second chance? Because in baseball, that's quite a rare thing. It is, yeah, and it's it's been weird for it's rare for for this Dodgers team, um, certainly in that because I think we've made the playoffs now for about a decade in a row, so it's it's a really really long run. So at least there's that, like the 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 large crowd that's showing up today because I just checked the weather before and the weather looks real nice. Uh, it's going to be about eighteen to nineteen degrees when they start, so the California weather's holding up pretty good. There's no rain around or anything like that, so you've got a sellout Dodger Stadium. And Chavez Ravine to go to, it's just a beautiful stadium. So it, kind of, it kind of reminds me of going to Athletic Park. It's old mm. and it's painted that kind of light blue colour like Athletic Park used to be. Like it's the original um, stadium that they moved to. But they quite embrace that and like it. So the Dodgers are a real dominating team in LA. Like when, you, when you're around there driving around, I thought it would just be all Lakers all the time. But you probably see more Dodgers gear. You probably see more affinity with the Dodgers than you do even with the Lakers and USC, the the college football team that's here. So they will have pressure, but, you know, Corey Seager, been there before. Justin Turner's been there before. Mookie Betts is, you know, uh, an absolute gun whenever it comes to playoffs. So at least they've got that. They know the expectation. They know that they feel like they're LA's team, but it's a cruel way to go. I mean, we saw it yesterday with, with, um, with the Yankees. 
you know, Aaron Judge, who's been amazing all year, ran that last base just slightly wide, and then he's he's tagged out at home, you know, and that could have been the difference of a three-all game, and I think it ended up at 3-1 at that stage. So so I will be sitting on the edge of my seat the whole way through this. Dodgers, yeah, Dodgers 141, heavy favourites. Cardinals $2.80. Really? So, um, yeah, that's the local market in New Zealand at the moment, and that will reflect, I would imagine, somewhat on what uh, they're thinking about in the sports lines over there in the, the US yeah. as well. Uh, getting past this, say the Dodgers will look, be optimistic here, the Dodgers do get past this. Um, how do you yeah. see, who's the biggest at the moment, your biggest chance to be the World Series champion this year on what you've seen so far? I, uh, I feel like a dick saying this, but <laughs> I think if we get through, uh, the Dodgers look incredibly good. Um, I think the Red Sox might have, um, I mean, like, they won a lot of games, won 92. Like, there's no bad teams left, but just when you have a look around at depth and stuff, the real, the really good pick of the Tampa Bay Rays, because they're just solid the whole way through. Like, they're really, really solid. There's nowhere you look and you go there weak. So it's not like you, they go in and go, oh, we've got these three absolute guns, and then the three absolute guns fall over. You know, like, you, they won't fall over. So they're, uh, uh, they're one of those, you know, for want of a better term, they're one of those teams you have to beat to get in. So I think the Rays have, have got a, a pretty massive shot. And, um, yeah, I mean, the Milwaukee Brewers as well, they, they've, been, they've been particularly impressive. But I really... I do want the Dodgers. I think we're going pretty well. I mean, the other team there that I have mentioned, of course, is the San Francisco Giants, who dismantled their team, um, and they sent a bunch of them away at the end of last year. Yes, um, they, we won 106 games this year. They won 107. Um, so they've got it. you know. And the star of the division this year was supposed to be San Diego. So the, the Giants have definitely got something going on. But it, I like us. If we can get through a one-off, I, I don't know how many teams can beat us in a series. Okay, so um, that's the baseball side of things. A little touch on American sport, and I know uh, you absolutely, being uh, spending a time in Calgary, uh, are very passionate too about uh, ice hockey. Yeah, the old punch face. That's um, <laughs> it's got, it's got back in there again, and so, so I saw the preseason um, firing up there as well. So they've got obviously, um, it's actually been quite interesting from my point of view of reading it because this is um, the reality of opening back up with sport, right? And the reality of um, uh, opening back up under COVID. So they've got their preseason games uh, going around at the moment, and when uh, when the world back open again and if you get to go and travel if you're anywhere and you can see a pre-season ice hockey game it is it is like nothing else you've seen to me because you know those guys hit each other hard and if they want to shape up they actually do but remember everyone's auditioning to try and make it to the big leagues in the pre-season and you'll have those guys that come in who are just you know like on the edge of the um squad and those are usually the goons so um, those guys <laughs> come in. So if you like your old state of origin highlights, you know, with guys thumping each other, that that's actually really good to watch with that at the moment. So um, yeah, Calgary are awful. We've been awful for uh, for decades now. In fact, most of my teams are awful, which is why it's quite been quite nice watching the Dodgers. Um, Nathan, before we let you go, um, and we did, I haven't warned you about this. Uh, I'm not sure John has either, but I really like. Uh, uh, from your point of view, uh, a, a couple of views on a couple of issues that reared their ugly and beautiful head yesterday. Uh, first of all, Manu, um, you, uh, I, I guess like in the media, you had a, a fair chance uh, that, that this was going to come to a head at some point like this, but w- were yeah. you shocked in the way it did? 
Um, I was shocked when I found out about it a, a few months um, last year. I was saddened by the fact that someone who has earned so much money um, through their career just couldn't shake um, the attachment to this kind of lifestyle. Um, it's that's the sadness in it for me. But importing that sh- stuff, sorry, just caught myself. That's evil. Like that, that stuff that he was bringing in, that is killing people. It's ruining families. It's ruining, you know, um, communities and stuff. Like that, that rips through communities very much like the COVID thing we're dealing with. And to, to think, you know, like uh, obviously along the way, he must have had plenty of times where he had advice from, from clubs, from agent, from manager, from other things like that. And to come to the end of your situation where you've, you, you know, like that, that lifestyle you lived, um, and then it's gone. It's got to be hard, Smitty, because I'm thinking there as well. Mm. For money, it's, he kind of went through a couple of things. He goes through loss of income and loss of identity all in one go. Mm. So unfortunately, mm. I think one of the things is when you come from, you know, let's just say a, a, a Russell beginning and then you've got money, not having money again after that is a really, really hard adjustment. So I think that's the sadness of it for me. It's becoming another one of those stories where, you know, the ex-athlete who's trying to live that old lifestyle or that old kind of income and tries it in a legal way. But I can't feel sorry for him getting it for importing this stuff because this it's a it's a it's a blight on on the world at the moment, Smithy that mess. Yeah, um, I absolutely agree with you on that, and uh, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to agree with you on uh, your sentiments about Benji finally uh, saying goodbye to the NRL after so long. I mean, more than half his lifespan he's played there. Yeah. Yeah, and cool. And, and I think that, um, you know how kids like the little guy? Kids always like, like halfbacks, don't they? They always like halfbacks or they always like, you know, a hooker or a standoff if they're watching league or something like that. And what a perfect player to really appeal to little kids to bring them in as well because he did the things where, like, yeah, we can all run up and down the field like robots because the coaches tell us to. But there's something nice about the fact of a guy who looks like he does that and every now and then has just got such a great read on something. He goes, actually, no, no, I'm going to do something different. I'm switching it up. Here I go. You know, and he's been involved in some of, the, some of the greatest moments. I mean, like, when you get people running around down at a park with a ball and someone does a sidestep and calls out your name, like, well, yeah, Benji Marshall, then that's pretty cool. Mm. You know what I mean? So he's... His, mm. I can't remember anything scandally about him on the way through him, and unfortunately his, his go at rugby didn't work out for him, but everything in league he's touched has turned to gold. So bravo to him. Like, hats off. What a, what a, what a brilliant player. Nathan Rariri, uh, fantastic. Invaluable thoughts um, on the local issues, but um, on American sport. You're my go-to guy, and uh, I love it. I love hearing your knowledge about it. And, folks, you can hear uh, Nathan Rariri uh, anytime, uh, 5 a.m., First up on Radio yeah. New Zealand, and that is an answer to a text we had uh, coming in to say, can you ask Nate what he's been up to post-radio sports? So that's it. Eating. <laughs> yeah. Eating as well. Hey, my thoughts with you, um, my thoughts with the, the Rarity family today and your Dodgers. I hope it goes well and the mood is good over yeah. dinner tonight. Cheers. As, good luck. As the, Thanks, uh, the very large Mexican population say, Viva Los Doyas. Viva Los Doyas. Here we go. <laughs> And there are no, and apparently there's no moustaches in Mexico either, so there you go. Um, uh, I don't know why I said that. 11.18 here on SENZ. Uh, when we come back, uh, we will have some more of your texts and your reaction to what's going on in the world of sport.